Yo, 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 yo. Good morning, everybody. So today is, uh, I think it's November 4th. Yeah, Thursday, November 4th. 2021 is about 6.40 in the morning. As I listen to KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk radio. Shameless plug. Uh, I was listening to it, but they weren't talking about anything good. Uh, just traffic. So, uh, let's get into an episode here. You know, there's a lot of things to cover, man. I mean, I don't know. Let me just ramble on a little bit. And when I mean ramble, I mean, there's just so much. Uh, the Braves won the World Series, which they eliminated the Dodgers. Like, boohoo. Like, you know. But much to the chagrin, uh, they beat the Dodgers and they beat the Astros for the Dodgers. So those are your World Series champions. But amidst that, you know, basketball started up. So I've been watching a little bit of basketball. I mean, the Lakers look a little out of sync. But I think that's easily correctable. Basketball is a long season. These guys have were playing. I mean, the, the preseason for basketball is literally just to see, you know, if, you know, practice moves, run little sets, you know, and just get a, a re, you know, it's just a glorified practice for most NBA teams, including the Lakers. Now, I know people put a lot of stock into like, wow, they look so bad during the preseason. Uh, to me, preseasons are just padded practices against other teams. Now, I do agree with the fact that you got to get out there and try, and it's got to be competitive. You can't just like walk around, you know. But at the same time, I kind of feel like preseason, due to the fact of the the fact of injuries due to just the overall, you know, stress of the body throughout the regular season is just a little too much for the players these days. A little too much NBA for a little bit too much football to be happening during preseason. So I think they're just they're just like glorified practices, um, and real season. And actually, some teams don't even do that. They're not even practices. They're just scrimmages. And then they take... is it Which is the case in the NFL because the seasons now are so long. Most teams take off even the first couple of weeks of the season where that's... Okay, they put the starters out there, but because they haven't practiced and haven't played, they look a little sloppy. Uh, case in point being the, the Chiefs, the Ravens, um, the Packers dropped game one because they just looked out of sorts and have since won every game um you know i think tampa bay lost the game in there i mean a lot of these good teams lost early on in the beginning of the year because they just simply they're just not really up to speed and it takes a couple weeks but at about week four week five that's when it starts cooking and now you're starting to see a lot of these teams clamp down on what they can do and who they are and play ball, play ball well. I mean, it's just what they do. So, you know, but now the, the Lakers are in regular season. I've been watching them and they've been looking okay. I mean, they've got little issues here and there. Uh, they haven't quite yet gelled. and But that gelling is coming because this still, this is really early in the season. I don't know, they played a handful of games. I've watched them play the Rockets now twice. I don't know why they played Rockets almost back to back early in the season, but they did. And uh, I gotta say, they looked okay. Uh, the first game, they a lot of defensive effort, and the second game was like a little bit of a nail biter. But Lakers season is a full effect, and and I gotta say, you know, baseball, man. Uh, I don't know what they need, man. I mean, I know I've been watching the last couple of years because the Dodgers have been relevant. But once the Dodgers were eliminated, I was like, I'm not watching the Astros versus Atlanta. I'm not watching that. Just 
I could watch something else. And I literally, I think the whole United States was just like, all right, well, now it's football season. Now basketball season is starting up. Like, I literally feel like baseball season's, like, they dropped the ball. They could have had Boston and in, in L.A. in a rematch, and it probably would have been phenomenal. But it didn't happen. And MLB got stuck with the Astros and the Braves, and that was just like boring. That almost was nothing. It was kind of like, you know, like, like what? What? Like the Braves? And I, you know, and I hate to say that about you know players and athletes, and but I mean, it just was not a good matchup for them. And, and I, it, mercifully, it ended in six games. Um, but I didn't watch in any of the games, and it's, I only watched an inning here and any there. Just found out that the Braves were up three to one at one point, and I was like, "Well, damn! Like, it should be over in five, and it should have been over in five, But the Astros played well enough to make it a six-game series, and they just absolutely laid an egg in the sixth game. So they were down seven or nine to zero, which they're not. They're coming back from, back from that, so. Baseball season is over. I mean, we could put that under the bed for a while. The Dodgers got a lot of work, a lot of homework to figure out, free agencies and whatnot. Uh, well, um, <clears throat> you know, big news out of the Raiders camp. Uh, Henry Ruggs being involved in a, a fatal DUI crash involving another person's. You know, and it just, it just really sucks, man, because... You know, I think he was really starting to play well with the team, you know, with Carr. And, you know, he's young, too. I think he's 22 years old. You know, and the woman that lost her life, which I don't think they've released the name yet. Um, also 23 years old, young, young life. Just an all-around tragedy. Yeah, an avoidable tragedy. I mean, I think the coach summed it up best. I mean, it was a horrific lapse of judgment and uh, you know ultimately somebody lost their life and Ruggs for all intents and purposes lost his life as well I mean he's lucky he survived but I mean he'll forever you know be a felon he'll forever you know just barely gonna be able to you know, function as an adult. I don't know if you'll ever drive again, point blank. I mean, you would think he would never get behind the wheel of a car again, you know. And then, the what can you do, you know, depending on how long he stays in prison, uh, I think he's going to do five to seven years, ultimately, in the long run. Uh, in the short run, they're going to tell... They're going to tell you he's going to do like 12 or 15 years sentence. That's probably what he's going to get. I know everybody's saying he's facing 26 years, but the problem is with facing 26 years, that's where like a max penalty, which it could be a max penalty based on what George judge he has. But I don't think he has any prior uh, offenses. And for I think he was an outstanding citizen, you know, you know, he had, and that'll come up, you know, all his, uh, charities, donations, and things of the nature, um, so he probably gets somewhere in the middle, so you're looking like 13, between 10 to 13 years, maybe 14, 15 at the most, and then ultimately you serve about half of that, so you're looking five to seven years, could be out of six with good five years with good uh what do you call it uh, great behavior or whatever so that's just how the prison works so I, uh, you know in a co- he should be out in a few years but it's gonna be hard for him to pick up the pieces because i don't really know that's that's right at the bubble if he was gone for three years you would say he could probably um you know rate retain football shape could possibly play football again you know, obviously with another team or just, you know, but who knows? I mean, 
you know, I don't know how, what his setup is with his family or his finances, but, you know, he only played in the NFL a little bit. I mean, and this, this should be a message to a lot of the rookies coming into Vegas, a lot of the rookies just around the league, and just anybody in a young, you know, that just turned 21. I, I know alcohol is high. You know, it's a, it's a, it's such crazy because alcohol. I don't know how many commercials I see on the NFL when I'm watching it. Coors Light, Miller's Light, Budweiser, the King of Beers. There's a lot of alcohol. A lot of also, you know, there's also like liquor advertisements on there. And I know at the games, it's a big part of it. Tailgating, alcohol. Modelo Raiders are sponsored by Modelo, you know, and it's just it's just the culture of the NFL. Alcohol it's synonymous like Ford and football, alcohol, uh, beer and football, you know, food and football. It's kind of you know everybody drinks at the Super Bowl time. You know, it's a party. It's kind of what the NFL is, you know. So it is no surprise to me that you know NFL players drink. It's not like Olympics. Olympics kind of steer away from that. But it's no surprise to me about the NFL and the players drinking. I mean, it is a really physical contact sport as well. So you got to, you know, there's a lot of stress involved. But I, I, that's why I think they need to lighten up the, the rules about marijuana in the NFL. Uh, I think they did. I think they, they're not testing for it anymore. But... Regardless, um, regardless, you know, Henry Ruggs is going to do some time. And, and that just sucks because, you know, after a few days now, you're just seeing everything like he is completely avoidable. You know, I don't really know what his state of mind was or, you know, drinking even for the for the low person for for like an average person or the person a little bit below average uber is really cheap um not not so cheap where you're like wow i, I can get a ride for a dollar or two like no but it, you know 15 bucks for the most normal person to get from a bar to the house or from their girlfriend's house to home or from their buddy's house or from the party 20 bucks i mean if you don't have it you can just ask somebody to spot you like a, you know 10 bucks I'll, I'll get you you know 90% of the people are cool with that especially if you're blitz drunk nobody wants a drunk driver uh, and I'm sure Ruggs has homies that if, if it was a concern about his car or concerned about you know hey man like I don't want to leave my car here I drove over here we just started drinking I mean, I know it's a it's a pain in the ass, but the NFL does, you know, and, and I know that's that's part of the thing. You go somewhere, you take your car, you, you take your girlfriend, and you get drunk. You're having a good time, you know, and you just don't want to deal with the fact that man, uh, tomorrow I'm gonna have to come and make a special trip to come pick up my car. Or if it gets towed, it becomes a pain in the ass. Or, you know, if it gets broken into, you know, it's just some bullshit. So, I mean, I totally, you know, a lot of people say they don't understand. And I, in reality, they don't, you know, it just overall, it's just a headache. And actually, the, the whole, the main problem is alcohol. You know, you know, if he wasn't drunk, it wouldn't have probably been an issue because I don't think he would have been going so fast. But, you know, when you're, when you're, it's just so, it's just so crazy because I think he had access to a ride home and he probably could have told those people to take his car. I mean, I don't really know if that's part of the description or, you know, but I do know NFL has resources like that. You know, it's just like damn. Like the most normal person can't can't get the the ride home, or they can get the ride home, but maybe not their car. But a lot of people would chance it and just leave their car at a bar and come back and get it in the morning when they're 
less drunk. And, I, and he wasn't playing the game. It's not like he was playing the game. You know, it was like on a Monday he did this or Tuesday morning. So, you know, it's just it's just one of those things that's really unfortunate all the way around, you know. And I just, you know, when you put yourself in the state of mind of Henry Ruggs, he probably was with, because I know he said he was with his girlfriend. Uh, he's a young NFL star. You know, he's on the rise. The team is doing good. He's doing good because it looked like he had been playing well the last couple weeks. You know, really, really well with the team. Jalen a little bit better with the quarterback. You know, overcoming John Gruden. You know, just so many different things. And, you know, he's probably with his girlfriend just having the, you know, night out on the town. Top golf. I've been to I've been to that top golf myself. That top golf for the Raiders is not gonna be infamous, you know. But I've been to that Top Golf right behind the MGM Grand. Uh, I've been there. The alcohol is permitted there, and I do know if you're just there, chilling, having a blast with your girlfriend. I mean, the the stalls, you know, they're kind of private. There's gonna be a Top Golf here where I live. Um, and it's just what it is. Top Golf is it's a fun little zone. It's I mean, if you've never been to Top Golf, you know it's. You don't know the vibes, the atmosphere there. It's just kind of, it's chill. It's fun. I'm, I'm sure he was having fun with his girl. I'm sure he was out there. You know, there's a lot of laughs, a lot of fun, a lot of drinks, a lot of food. You know, the, it's a fun little zone right there, just to hit the ball and you know, you get a score. It's like a game. It's kind, of, you know, and then behind there, there's, I think there's. Um, I don't know what those table games are. I think there's little arcades right there. I know the bars are open there, you know. And it's just a fun overall experience. I'm sure he was having a good time, you know, and he was having a blast. And, you know, obviously he had too, you know, too much to drink. You know, I, mean, I don't know about the girlfriend. I don't know if she had a lot to drink too, but I don't know, neither one of them said so maybe we just get a a cab or a taxi or you know not drive and they decided to drive and you know just the alcohol mixed with the superman you know mentality the indestructible that you know I'm high on life just led to total disaster and it just like his mind did like a one completely 180 from being, you know, partying with this girl and, you know, having a, a blast at Top Golf and just vibing and, you know, probably talking about, you know, games coming up and, you know, maybe perhaps even, you know, maybe, you know, trying to get her pregnant at some point because I know a lot of, you know, people. You know, it's what they talk about, you know, future family, you know, houses and, you know, just having a good time. And then just all of it just came to, you know, a complete halt, you know, just in an instant. You know, ultimately he killed somebody and, you know, you're going to have to live with that the rest of his life. And then just, you know, all of that just got erased. And now he's from having freedom and, you know, money and the ability to do whatever you really wanted to do and accomplish in life to now having no freedom to being detained into a a cell that's, you know, 10 by 10 or 8 by 8 or whatever, you know, with other serious criminals. And, you know, he, what he did was, was criminal and, but it's not, it's not the same criminal as somebody who got a gun and just murdered their family. It's not the same. (laughs) I mean... Yes, somebody did die, but it, it, premeditation is a whole another level of, you know, violence. What he did was not premeditated at all. Uh, it was an accident. A lot of people, a lot of people drive buzzed anyways. I mean, I'm, I don't really know the stats. I know Uber helps a lot, but people still, uh, you know, rugs included. Uh, but other people still get behind the wheel and drive. 
But that, this is another. This is a you know something that I've touched on before, and maybe we'll talk about it because I'm getting close to work now. But I really feel like big car companies have really uh, failed the United States as a whole. You know, as I segue to just another different topic, but big car companies have failed the the United States people as a whole because we should already have Tesla-esque style cars where they just self-drive. You know, obviously there's still a chance where you're like, fuck this self-driving, I'm going to just gun it. But these self-driving cars, these Teslas, the technology is there. Big car companies have uh, have denounced it, denied it, and it just they're not doing it. And um, and I just really think that like a lot of accidents, just in general, could be taken right off the books if every car was a self-driving car. Now I get there's some things people are like, well, I gotta go down this road, and it's you know. Or I work a construction vehicle. I got to go into the field. Yes, there is instances where you do need to self-control the car. But self-driving cars is the wave of the future. And a lot of, you know, traffic would be reduced, I believe, greatly if everybody was on self-driving autopilot. And obviously drunk driving would be, you know, reduced as well, as well as... uh, Fatigue driving, people fall asleep at the wheel, um, especially late night, you know. The car should be technologically, your most technologically advanced marvel. And as, as we touch, I'm going to touch back on this later, but because um, I'm getting to work now. So, but we're going to touch back on these uh, self-driving cars and what I feel about, what I feel about it. Because I, I feel like the car companies in general, Ford and all of them have really failed the American people in... And I think it's just tragedies like the Henry Ruggs thing should be, most of them should be avoidable, but <clears throat> but yeah, uh, I'll get this, I'll get back to you guys in, in a moment. Hang tight. Okay, everybody, so I'm back. I'm out here, you know, gonna finish up this episode. I, um, uh, left off talking about the car companies and Tesla and Ford and Dodge and I just gotta say again reiterate before we you know completely segue segue from the rugs you know tragedy um Tesla you know you know how much life how much better life would be if all the cars were self driving or you know I don't know what you thought growing up i thought by now we would have some sort of better transportation i think everybody thought that we would have flying cars and we would look kind of like the fifth element but the cars have maintained a steady lackluster improvements made throughout the years i mean that aside from maybe the seatbelt and the airbag which actually saves your life I don't really know much else the cars have to offer other than transportation. Seemingly, you go the same distance you've been going your entire life on the, the gallons of gas. I mean, so, you know, and it's kind of a shame on a lot of the car companies. Shame on, you know, all of them, like, not giving us the technology to prevent tragedies like what happened with, the, with Henry Ruggs. And I think the lady's name is Tina Tina Tintor or something like that. Uh, But, you know, I I understand that, you know, it is a conscious decision. But, I mean, I also understand, too, you know, uh, this is preventable on many aspects. And I kind of blame, you know, like I said, the... The NFL promotes alcohol, you know, I I don't know how many Corona commercials, you know, Budweiser commercials that you see around the league and and then every sporting event, it's plastered like, you know, drink, drink responsibly, but drink, you know, so I mean, it's full on warranted in the NFL, Um, 
but you know, and I see all a ton of car commercials, but what I don't see is like smart car commercials. They're not, you know, Tesla has done a, such a bad job, and it's Elon Musk has done such a bad job. Uh, and I know everybody thinks he's the smartest man out there, and and he's got this golden, he's got the Midas touch, but uh, really, I've waited for a few years now for him to dominate because I actually like the car. I'm thinking about the next car you get over the next couple years. Probably will be a Tesla, but I mean, you, I want him to dominate. I would like him to just start dominating the car industry. He needs to force Chevy or Chevrolet, uh, Dodge, and Ford, and uh, Nissan, and Toyota, and Mazda, and all of them to start putting in um the self-driving technology the the no gas technology you know so you know if you happen to be tired and you plug in your coordinates and you actually doze off your car doesn't i mean you're not supposed to do that anyways but what you don't want is to doze off with you behind the wheel fully manual and you know and just plow into wrap yourself around a, a tree that i mean i don't know how many times that happens too driver is physically unable to complete the task uh, we, we're by now where we should have already been at this level of like the fifth element where you know cars are pretty much on on a, some sort of a track system where you know like they just drive themselves and, and I kind of feel like that should already be uh the technology is already there. So if anybody sits there and tells you, well, it's so hard to make this technology. No, it's not. Car companies, uh, they have it. Tesla has it. A lot of car companies have it. They just don't put it. And the reason they don't put it is what? I mean, I don't know what do they have to lose. But what they have to gain is you crashing your car. Um, in your car, maintaining a steady, a steady, you know... Length of time that you use it, you know, no fender benders. You know how much, you know, I think it's the car industry is protecting a lot, a lot of like the parts. But you know how much better life would be if we, if, if there was no car accidents on the freeways or on the roads in general? Uh, it would be, life would be a lot better. I mean, it would be so much better, you know. Than you than you think, uh, and I know I know collision and auto auto repairs. Those are still going to exist. You're not putting them out of business. The auto mechanics still going to exist. But what's going to happen is a, a reduction in life, a stress on the freeways, stress on the streets, traffic. You know, I, I tell people all the time. I'd rather take an hour. I I live about 50 miles outside of downtown LA. If I was guaranteed to go a straight 50 miles per hour or even 45 miles per hour to LA and it'd take me an hour and 20 minutes, hour and a half versus sitting in traffic for three hours, you would do it all day. Uh, most people in the Los Angeles area would do it all day if they can guarantee that that's what would happen if everybody had a smart car or a, a self-driving car that could navigate through the traffic and, and there would be no accidents and nobody being pulled over no stalled vehicles but a lot of that a lot of that you know is not the case right now it just jams life up to the utmost degree and what this has to do with rugs I mean could you imagine if you're a young kid and you go out and party and say man I didn't really come to this barbecue party with my friends to drink but you know I'm having a good time I have a couple throw a few back and you know it's okay you want to go home now you know you don't want to leave your car there you don't have the time necessarily to get an uber there or to or uber home and then uber to work and then uber back home from work to the home and then go uber back to your friend's house i understand i understand that but if you got into your car and said okay i'm a little buzzed but i'm gonna let it autopilot home you know while you know i don't want to be touching in any of the buttons you know, and it just autopilots you back home safely, you know. And then the people around you are autopiloting safely as well. And, and if the car, if the, te the Tesla you're in or the Ford you're in can detect, okay, there's a stalled vehicle 
uh, on this block on the route home, you know, we'll go around it. Or there's a little incident or some road, road work. You know, okay, it takes the next route and you get home safely. That should be the case. However, I, I point my finger directly at the big car companies for suppressing this technology and for just a lot of people not having the the, the money to afford a Tesla. And, you know, it's just the big car companies just suck, man. And, and a lot of tragedies can be prevented like this. I mean, there's, there's not just drunk driving. There's also reckless driving, some idiots uh, wanting to go like... Uh, you know, racing down the road, you know, or, you know, there's a lot of illegal street racing and that, that kind of subculture probably never go away. But I mean, if it's only a handful of people versus, I I mean, I don't know about you, but there's road rage everywhere. Road rage is a symptom uh, that is completely man-made and completely, uh, it does not need to exist now. If we could get rid of road rage, um, especially if if the traffic lightens up the load on the people, you know. And but there, you know, there's always idiots out of road rage. You eliminate that, oh, and then I think it, it also eliminate on um, highway patrol uh, tickets, speeding tickets, and eliminate. You know, I, I'm a big fan. I want to defund the police because you don't need cops sitting there giving people tickets you just don't need it uh, there there's all over you know uh community you know service that everybody runs fast over here it speeds down the school well okay well you know but they don't need to be giving people tickets for dumb shit i mean that the police the police can kiss my ass in that aspect i want to defend all of that defund the highway patrol the highway patrol needs to be more regulated into just being a service a highway patrol you know picking up the trash helping people if they got a flat tire i don't know why cops when i you know i see it all the time here in california cops when you get a flat tire on the side of the road the first thing they do is pull over and see what the fuck you're doing just run your registration like, motherfucker, get off your fucking car and help with the tire situation. You know? And then they, and then if they don't even do that. They tell you to call a fucking tow truck. That's how you know the police force on the highway patrol side is a total bullshit. Uh, and they're supposedly... You know, why does it even exist? Because people are going fast and because people are drinking. You can get rid of all of that. Uh, and I wouldn't be... Uh, one bit fucking sad about them losing their job over safe driving vehicles. I mean, if you are out there and you hear this and you and you say, oh shit, how do we get rid of highway patrol? Yeah, they're always giving me tickets, pulling me over. Let's get some smart cars. Let's get some self-driving technology going to eliminate their ass. Everybody needs to get the smart, smart driving car. It shouldn't be mandated by law to use it, but it should be where... You know, most people want to use it because, you know, you plug into the grid and, you know, you get to your destination at a reasonable time. The traffic would be alleviated so much. And I get that some people are like, well, I work construction. Well, I, I need to go into this dirt road. Yes, you. I think there should always be the option to self-drive yourself. But I think for the most part, vehicles should drive themselves. They should just drive themselves. We can avoid so much more potential tragedies going forward um you know all going all the way back to drugs i mean it, it, could you imagine if you had the technology in that corvette to say okay you know to detect the car that was stalled to find a better route to you know lower the speed or just to get him home safely you know I, like i said i understand there's situations arise you know uh, you know, it was a lack of judgment on his part where he decided that, okay, his best course of action was driving home, even though he's got the resources and stuff. But I do get it's a pain in the ass, you know, having to ask a friend for a ride, leaving your car there, worrying about, especially he's sort of famous, 
Um, oh, somebody going through it, taking pictures, you know. Oh, he's over here, he's over there, he's doing this, doing that. And I get that. I get that. A lot of... You watch any documentary about any famous person, the paparazzi is on some bullshit. 90% of the time, you know. Look at the OJ um, scenario. And so I get like, okay, but the technology is not in his hands. And it's not in every car. You know, the technology is just not there for for most people to just push the button and say, you know, you know, get me home. Get me home safely. You know, it's just not. And there's no saying that if he would have there's no saying that if he would have shut it off himself manually and been a manual, but I think if the option was there for most people they'd probably choose safety first and just let that car drive drive you to where you gotta go. You know, to me, that just so much, just makes so much more sense. And that you know, and like I said, it's a shame on the big car companies that you know, the technology is there somehow. Elon Musk conquered it. Uh, if the car companies can't conquer it, can't figure it out, uh, they're fucking stupid because. They got backup cameras. I mean, how much... What's the difference in the backup cameras versus, you know, a front-facing camera that navigates the roads? I mean, how much more technology are you talking about? Uh, to me, they're just... The, the, prior, the priorities of the big car companies are totally out of sync. And like I said, they're probably... They haven't made much invention of the car compared to, let's say, the phone. The phone has gotten, has Uber on, and that's on on every level. I mean, every level of a phone can surf the web, can, um, you know, it could do a number of things, man. I mean, uh, you know, compared to what it was. 30 years ago you know the that where you had to spin the spin the numbers to make a phone call you know if you think about it how far the phones have come and how far the cars have not come it, you know it's just a night and day it's like wow you just think about it like that cars were made uh, motor axles transmissions and tires and a place to sit down on the inside what has really changed? A seatbelt, uh, windows, but the windows are already a thing. It's not new technology. New technology. Uh, air conditioning is not new technology. They added it to cars. Okay, big deal. Um, seatbelts and airbags. What have they really done to the car that has made you say, wow, this shit is crazy. Like, can't even imagine. They put more horsepower in the fucking motor? Is that what we're saying? That they that their greatest accomplishment was adding better motors? Come on, man. I mean, the te- the cars. Should, we should have already gotten out of the oil industry. We should already be to where the cars are someone driving themselves. We should already be. You know, the cars could be so much better. And in avoiding tragedies like what happened. You know, there's just, you know, it's not just Henry Ruggs the third is just is not the only one out there that has had a DUI and, and killed somebody. He's not, you know, and there's other accidents and other fatalities on all sorts of different levels. I mean, they just it's all sorts of different things happen on the road. People die in car accidents literally all the time. Um you know, for all sorts of things, you know, falling asleep, uh, texting and driving is a big one now. I mean, literally every fucking thing. The cars are, are death traps when you actually stop and think about it. How many people die in vehicular homicides or vehicular, you know, uh, fatalities? It's like cars are just made to kill you, even though they're supposed to be safe. Cars are just a metal, you're a metal missile, just. You know, and I'm a truck driver, so I'm I'm well aware of the dangers. You know, 
but what's happening is you know even though supposedly the cars are safe for the car car companies are not out of the loop uh, when it comes to cutting corners the cars are made with paper thin metal they don't give a fuck how safe it is they don't make the cars with fucking a half inch of steel or a quarter inch of steel like they used to these cars are they're basically glorified uh, beer cans the metal is so thin on a car so fucking thin uh, there's so much plastic in the car. I mean, literally, I only think the chassis is fucking made out of metal. It's the only thing I think that's a solid piece of metal that's hard to bend. Everything else is made to be fucking crunched and uh, blown apart. That's just what I'm talking about. I mean, you know, it, like I said, it's just a glorified beer can, man. I mean, and it just it just sucks. Like I said, there's tragedies all over the place, and it just sucks. You know, it just sucks all around. You know, rest in peace to Tina Turner or Tina Tina Tintor. And um, you know, we're moving on from this tragedy as the Raiders head into New York for a game this weekend. Um, I've heard both the coach speak and Derek Carr. I got to praise them both. I think Derek Carr took the right stance. You know, and a lot of people want to jump on rugs like. You know, especially a lot of people like he's the scum of their, you know. And I gotta say, yes, he probably made a terrible. He made one of the most terrible mistakes a human can make. You know, driving drunk. You know, but I, it's not a premeditated murder. It wasn't it wasn't a murder out of you know spite or revenge or there was any any motive behind it. So, I mean, he's going to serve his time. He's going to do his time. He's going to have to live with that, that he killed somebody. Forever ruined probably his life and, you know, a lot of people's lives. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, what Derek Carr said is right, man. I mean, like, uh, you know, if I was him, I would be feeling totally down. And, you know, somebody's got to be there for him. I mean, his family... You know, Derek had said he'll be there. He'll love him still. I mean, and that's that's really true. I mean, it was he made a terrible mistake. You know, a mistake that a lot of people make. Actually, there's a lot of people that drive drunk still. I mean, and you know, and the, but there's other mistakes that people make. You know, um, and they're eventually forgiven. You know, Michael Vick was fighting dogs. You know. A lot of people forgave him. A lot of people didn't forgive him. Uh, you know, but people make mistakes. He's human. Uh, people make mistakes all the time. I mean, I'm not perfect either. I made my fair share of mistakes. And I've actually been um, sort of in his shoes where, like, you know, not driving drunk or killing anybody. But, you know, I've been inebriated and I've been like, fuck, man, I should just drive home. You know, but I've got smart and I just pulled over and just slept in my car just slept it off you know but I understand them I understand you know I've been into that situation where you're drink, drinking you're like fuck I gotta work in the morning so you just you know you get in your car and, you know I just opted to sleep you know, get me like three or four hours of sleep and then, you know, woke up and I wasn't so drunk anymore, so buzzed, and I was able to safely get home. Um, but I've been there. I understand. I understand it. I mean, a lot of people want to say they, they don't do that. And that's fine. A lot of people don't drink. Um, but, you know, I don't know. A lot of people want to cast the stones at him as if they've never done a drug or they've never um, hit their wife or, or uh, hit beat their children or or done some bullshit and everybody wants to be the perfect model citizen like oh you know wagging their finger at them and I just think that's the wrong attitude too uh, I'm not defending his actions at all but I understand where Derek Carr is coming from as well so that shouldn't be a, a, a issue or a topic moving on from that it's Eternals weekend I'm gonna go watch Eternals this weekend I'm, ho- I'm thinking tomorrow which would be Saturday 
So once I, if I see that Saturday, I'll get it posted up. If not, I'll get this episode up after I watch the game on Sunday, or probably after I watch the tournament, I'll give it a little review. Maybe not. Maybe I'll save that for another episode. Maybe I'll cut this one off here. You know, talk just talked a little bit about Henry Ruggs and and if you're out there, you know, don't drink and drive. I mean, that's the you know he's facing prison time. He's gonna lose a lot of you know everything that he had going for him. You know, maybe we end up here. Just don't drink and drive. I mean, there's dangers. I know you're you're taught it a little bit. I think when you graduate high school, but there. I mean, the gravity of the situation. I mean, if you're, if you're out there, just don't drink and drive. Pull over, rest. Fuck the job. You know, I actually, I understand it. Um, again, this goes back. We're all, we all got to get to work. We all got something to do. We all got somewhere to be. Um, whether it's work, whether it's take somebody home. You know, and, and it's kind of a situation where... Most people, you know, most drunk drivers uh, are obligated to get to work even though they're drinking. And I, and I understand that. I mean, I understand. But for me, sometimes it's just better fucking off. Like, fuck the work. They can wait. Uh, but I understand most people can't do that. I know that people got kids to pick up. Um, whatever the case may be. Running late. But if you can at all avoid it, I mean, just avoid it. And I, and I even, I'm like, you know what? No job is worth your life. No job. I don't give a fuck what job you got. It could be all the way to the president. The president doesn't drive, but no job out there that I can, that I'm aware of. None. Not Starbucks, not fucking McDonald's, not Amazon, not your million dollar, uh, Hedge, hedge firm, not your investment brokers, not your real estate people, not, um, not, no job is worth your life. If you're going to go rescue your kids, you know, and you've been drinking at a party and your your kids are out at the house and they get sick or something, uh, you know, I understand, you know, it's a gut decision call. You know, there are situations that arise that possibly would force you to drink and drive. But for the most part, no job is worth it. That should eliminate about 95% of the scenarios. No job is worth your life. It never has been and never will be. And that goes all the way up to the military. It's not worth your fucking life. The military is on some bullshit because most of the wars that we engage in are, are for oil or for other nefarious fucking agendas. And it's just not worth it. Uh, you know, uh, and then it just—it just—it's just the case, you know. I can't think of a job that's really worth your life. I just—I just can't. Um, I can't think of a job either where you know that demands you. If the job demands you, and you can't, and, you know. And I understand a lot of people are like. Well, I can't find a job. You know, it was hard to get this one, and I can't lose it because it's making so much money. Um, then you should already not be drinking and driving. Or you not even should not even be drinking. Period. And I should be putting yourself in that situation. You got to hold a little, yourself a little bit responsible for that. Got to be accountability. Uh, but they, again, there's no job that's worth your life. There's just not. If the job's gonna fire you, let them fire you. If the job, if you, if it was your last strike and they're gonna, you know, that's it, so be it. Get another job. Uh, I believe that people have more power than the work, you know, and like myself, you know, I'd rather just tell the people straight up, no, I'm not going, no, I can't get there. No, I'm gonna have to reschedule. I, I personally don't care. Um, I've never cared about work. I mean, I like what I do. Don't get me wrong. I don't mind it. I actually enjoy construction. Um, like I said, I've stated before, it gives me the freedom to take off all the holidays, most of the weekends, and any inclement weather days. So, I mean, those are the, pretty much the days most people want off at their regular jobs. 
So I get those days off. So I'm not, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with how much money I make. Uh, I, I'm cool with you know the freedom to. If I'm late 20 minutes, I'm late. If I want to be there early, I'm be there early. You know, just whatever. It's my, I don't, nobody's barking at me to get there at any time. I'll get there when I get there. I try to get to my jobs at every time that I you know I pretty much in a routine. But at the same time, no, no, my job is not worth my life either. Uh, in my well-being, if I, if I'm gonna go and paralyze myself, it's not worth it. I, I'll just simply not do that job. If it's that difficult, that crazy, I just simply won't do it. Uh, it's not worth my life. You know. And again, I love my job. It is no job is worth your life. So don't drink and drive. No job is worth your life. And I can't think of many other scenarios where you would be the need to drink and drive would come up. I mean, I guess if you're drinking and you needed to go pick your daughter up from her boyfriend's house who's fighting, I understand that. But maybe it'd be better just to call her an Uber um, instead of going and picking her up drunk and then driving with her drunk. Maybe uh, I can't think of I can't think of very many other scenarios. So just don't drink and drive. I mean, that's the lesson. For uh, for everybody out there, just don't do it. I mean, it's a painful message for everybody, but you know, especially the Raiders family and the Raiders. You know, it's the second incident in, in in as many years, and it just needs to just needs to stop. Uh, but beyond that, you know, like I said, I am going to watch the turnovers. I probably um, watch it perhaps over the weekend so I'll get that I'll talk about that maybe like on Monday next week I'll get this one posted up today and we'll get some back to back episodes here um you know this one was a little a little bit of a bummer episode you know just overall but those are my feelings about the whole thing and what what I think can be done technology wise we've got technology all over the place in this world and we have not put it all together to make human life more better we just have not put it all together as human as as uh, a nation we just have not put all the technology together to make life more better and more uh, worthwhile living so well that's it I'm out I'll get this one posted up here shortly and I'll see you guys on the next one laters